ഭാഗവത വായനി ചാപ്റ്റർ ഇലവൻ പാണ്ഡവാസ് ക്രീഫ് ധർമ്മരാജ വാസ് ലോസ്റ്റ് ഇൻ കോൺടംപ്ലേഷൻ റിക്യാപിറ്റുലേറ്റിംഗ് ദ അഡ്വൈസ് ദ ഹെൽപ്പ് ദ ഗ്രേസ് ദ ലവ് ആൻഡ് സിംപത്തി ദ ഹെഡ് ഏൺ ഫ്രം ലോർഡ് കൃഷ്ണ സഡൻലി റേസ് ഇസ് ഹെഡ് ആൻഡ് ആസ്റ്റ് അർജുന വാട്ട് ഡു സേ വാട്ട് കെല്ലാമിറ്റി ഓ ടു ക്യൂ ഓൺ ദ വേ ടെൽസ് ഇൻ ഫുൾ ഡിയർ ബ്രദർ Arjuna looked his brother in the face and said, Brother, all my skill and attainments have departed with Lord Krishna. I am now without any powers, incapable of any achievement, weaker than the weakest, indeed lifeless. This most unlucky fellow didn't have the chance to be with the Lord Vasudeva when he left his abode, even though he was in Dwaraka at the time. I had not earned enough merit to get the chance. I couldn't have the darshan of a divine father before he left. Later, the charioteer of the Lord, Daruka, gave me the message that the Lord had given for me when he departed. In that message, he had written thus with his own hand. Saying thus, he took out from the folds of his dress the letter which he considered more precious even than life, for it was from Krishna, and written by his own hand he gave it into the hands of dharma raja who received it reverently with anxiety he pressed it on his eyes which were full of tears he tried to decipher the writing through the curtain of his tears it began arjuna this is my command carry out without demur to the full execute this task with courage and earnestness i have accomplished the mission on which i had come i shall no longer be in this world with body i am departing 7 days from today dwaraka will sink into the sea the sea will swallow everything except the house i had occupied therefore you have to take to indraprastha city the queens and other women who survive along with the children and babies and the old i am leaving placing all responsibility for the women and other yadava survivors in your hands care for them as you care for your own life arrange for them at indraprastha and protect them from danger thus writes gopala on leaving for his home dharmaraja finished reading He noticed that Bhima, Arjuna, Nakula and Sahadeva were shedding copious tears, squatting like rocks, oblivious to everything else. Arjuna said, Brother, I had no desire to live for a moment more without the Lord in our midst, and so I resolved to drown myself in the sea that was to swallow Dwaraka. I decided to split my own head with this bow and die, but... This command forced me to desist. The order from him who ordains the universe tied me to this earth. I had no time to plan out any action. Everything had to be done quick. So, I got the last rites done for the dead according to the Shastras. Then, in great anxiety lest the sea swallow Dwaraka before the women, children and old people were evacuated, I hurried them to come out and started for Indraprastha as commanded by Krishna. We left Dwaraka with no mind to leave it. We managed to reach the borders of Panchanatha 
with heavy hearts on account of the absence of Krishna. But I was urged forward by the need to obey the divine injunction to carry, according to that injunction, the burden of those people. The sun was setting. We dared not cross at that late hour a flooded river that impeded our progress. So I decided to encamp at the bank of that river for the night. We collected the jewels and valuables of all the women and kept them in a secure place. The queens alighted from the palanquins and maids scattered themselves for rest. I approached the river for the evening rides, dragging myself along with the sadness of separation from Krishna. Meanwhile, pitch darkness pervaded the place and soon we heard wild barbarian war cries from the surrounding darkness. I peered into the night and found a horde of forest-dwelling nomads rushing upon us with sticks, spears and daggers. They laid hands on the jewels and valuables. They started dragging away the women, binding their hand and foot. I shouted at them and threatened them with dire consequences. Why do you fall like moths into fire? I asked them. Why be like fish that meet death, craving from angler's worm? I told them. Do not meet death in this vain attempt to collect loot. I warned them. I imagine you do not know who I am. Have you not heard of the redoubtable bowman, Pandu's son Arjuna, who overwhelmed and defeated the three world conquerors, Drona, Bhishma and Karna. I shall now dispatch the whole lot of you to the kingdom of death with a twang of this bow, my incomparable Gandiva. So flee before you meet destruction or else feed with your lives this hungry bow. I announced. Nevertheless, they went about their nefarious task undismayed. Their cruel attack did not abate. They fell upon our camp and dared to attack even me. I held myself in readiness and fitted divine arrows to efface them all. But alas, a terrible thing happened. I cannot explain how and why. Of the sacred formula which filled the missile with potency, I couldn't recall a single one. I forgot the processes of invocation and revocation. I was helpless. Before my very eyes, the robber hands dragged away the queens, the maids and others. They were screaming in agony, calling me by name. Arjuna, Arjuna, save us, rescue us. Do you not hear us? Why are you deaf to our cries? Are you giving us over to these brigands? Had we known that this would be our fate, we would have died in the sea like our city, Dwaraka. I heard it all in terrible agony. I saw it all. They were screaming and fleeing in all directions, women, children and the aged. Like a lion whose teeth have been plucked out and whose claws have been sheared, I couldn't harm those ruffians. I couldn't string my bow. I attacked them with the arrows in my clasp. Very soon, the stock of arrows exhausted. My heart was burning with anger and shame. I became disgusted with my own pusillanimity. I felt as if I was dead. All my efforts were vain. The great blessed 
inexhaustible receptacle of arrows had failed me after Vasudeva had left. My might and skill had gone with Krishna when he left from here. Or else, how did this misfortune occur of my being a helpless witness of this kidnapping of women and children entrusted to my care? I was tortured on one side by separation from Krishna and on the other the agony of not carrying his orders. Like a strong wind that fans the fire, this calamity added fuel to the anguish of my heart. And the queens, those who were living in golden palaces in the height of luxury, when I contemplate their fate in the hands of those fierce savages, my heart is reduced to ashes. O oh Lord! O oh Krishna! Is it for this that you rescued us from the danger in the past to inflict on us this drastic punishment? Arjuna wept aloud and bat his head against the wall in despair so that the room was filled with grief. Everyone shivered in despair. The hardest rock would have melted in sympathy. From Bhima's eyes, stream of hot tears flowed. Dharmaraja was overpowered with fear when he saw him weeping so. He went near him and spoke lovingly and tenderly to him in order to console him. Bhima came to himself after some time. He fell at Dharmaraja's feet and said, Brother, I do not like to live any more. Give me leave. I shall go into the forest and immolate myself with the name of Krishna on my lips and reach home. This world without Krishna is hell to me. He wiped the hot tears with the cloth in his hand. Sadeva, who was silent so long, approached Bhima and said, Calm yourself. Do not get excited. Remember the reply Krishna gave Dhritarashtra that day in the open assembly when he had proceeded to negotiate peace between us.